And we're back with our encounter with God here on Faith FM. And of course, that was Adele earlier with David Stojic, one of our regulars, and he's going to be on twice this week. And so we tomorrow we have a uh, an, an interview with Tim Turner, who's going to be talking about pornography and a program that he works with to help young people break their addictions to pornography. And then David Stojic will be back again the day after that. So that's what we're coming up in our guest interview segments. But before we get into today's... Encounter with God, Taryn. Of mm. course, Taryn is here filling in for Mon, who is still sick. Yes. I think she might be for... You all need to be praying for Mon this yeah. morning and sending, sending her lots of love and, and, and nice messages on Facebook so that we can pass them on to her. I'm sure she'd like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, make her feel better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Let's spread the, spread the love for Mon. She's got a sore throat. She's got a runny nose. She's got, it's now gone to her lungs. And there are, mm. she says there are terrible things coming... From the inside to the outside. <laughs> we won't go into yeah, those in we'll detail because this there. is a breakfast show. <laughs> All right. Okay. Clue. Okay. Clue. We're going back to this quiz. Now, Lyle, has anyone called in this yet? Ah, I don't see I don't that think any so. phone calls have come in yet. So, so it's still up for this grabs. CD is still up for grabs and yes. it's pretty easy if um, our listeners would go to their Bibles and have a quick look in Daniel. But, of course, I'm not advocating cheating. No, I Google is your friend. Go should, for it. Okay, so the first clue we had was talking about Daniel and he had a vision of four great beasts and it was the second beast that we're interested in today. Mm-hmm. Then we saw that I, uh, sorry, Isaiah had talked about how the cow will feed with this creature and this third clue that we have now is that Amos says that the day of the Lord will be like a man who fled a lion only to meet up with this creature. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Lyle, from knowing the answer, I do not want to be like the man who ran away from the lion only to meet face to face with this creature. No, not at not all. Not at this all. This creature could crush your skull <laughs> with one swipe. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I do not. I do not want to be face to face with this creature. Mm -hmm. I've been face to face with one. Have you? I have. Really? Mm -hmm. No way. In the wild. And did you die? Obviously not because (laughs) you're here. I didn't die. I was was literally from here to this window, from from here to the window on the other side of the studio away from it. What did you do? We both looked at each other very briefly and then this creature, I've got to be very careful here not to give the, the quiz away, this creature turned and... Moved away, which I was very, very thankful about. Actually moved away rather rapidly. Wow. So it was scared of you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it better actually, than you it was actually being scared and just running away from after, it. It was just actually just after I had proposed to my wife. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Walk around a corner and there it was. Oh it was like, goodness. whoa. That could have gone so drastically <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it would have been, been a very, very bad proposal indeed. Oh, Wow. <laughs> So, um, clearly a good omen, though, if mm. you are proposing and you run into one of these creatures. And it then, uh, goes away from you. And it, run- and it, yep. and, and, and it <laughs> runs away from you. <laughs> Not the opposite. That is, a, that is a good omen, I think, for a, uh, a happy marriage. There you go. And has it been happy marriage, love? Oh, of course, absolutely. Yay. The best. <laughs> there we go. The best. My wife is amazing. <laughs> Hope she's listening. Yeah. <laughs> points for you. Brownie points. That's right. We'll, we'll just keep stacking them up, hey? Absolutely. All right. So, in our encounter with God, we have a story today about the thief on the cross. Yeah. So, Taryn, why don't you go turn for me to Luke chapter 23 and let's read about the thief on the cross. Luke chapter 23. Okay. So, Luke chapter 23, and what verses are we looking at today? Uh, let's read verse 32 to 43. How about that? Yep. No worries. Yep, and I've got it here. Let's go for it. Okay, Luke chapter 23, starting in verse 32, and we're going to read down to 43. Mm -hmm. There were also two others, criminals, led with him to be put to death. Now, the him here is Jesus. So we're talking Mm -hmm. about Jesus being led to the cross um, at his time of the crucifixion. So there were two others with him that were led to the cross to be put to death too. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they were They crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on, but even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. 
The soldiers also mocked him, um, coming and offering him sour wine and saying, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And an inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, Latin and Hebrew saying, this is the king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanging blasphemed him saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering, rebuking him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Thank you for reading that. What a great story. You know, when you picture that story and these two thieves there, there's a couple of things that I sort of wonder about. You know, I wonder, were these guys that were both in the same gang together? Mm. It sort of of gives you that impression that they both knew each other. You know, when when one looks across at the other and said, you know, we actually deserve this. Yeah. Um, I don't know that anybody deserves the death penalty. I'm not in favor of the death penalty death penalty, I, although emotionally I'm in favour of it, but intellectually I'm like, no, um, it's not our right as a human being to close another person's probation. Mm-hmm. Um, but emotionally I'm like, you know, we're our world uh, is better off without some people. Mm. You know, this is the, yep. the way I think about it emotionally. Yep. But anyway, putting emotions aside and running with reason, um, no, we do not have the right to close somebody else's probation. Okay, so, so moving on from there, you, you listen to that, the way they talk to each other and they're like, yeah, we, we, we're here justly. We deserved this. They must have been really terrible criminals. Yeah, yeah. Crucifixion was something that the Romans at this era mm. – didn't do often. Really? It was reserved for the worst criminals. Now, there were other times in the history of Israel and other nations where Romans would do this on a regular basis. Mm. So, for instance, you know, 40 years later when uh, Jerusalem was taken by the Romans in 70 AD, there was a forest of Mm. crosses around the city of Jerusalem where everybody who tried to escape from the city was just captured and nailed up until they died and they'd hang there until they died and, uh, you know, there was no trees around Jerusalem Mm. because of that. Yeah. Uh, you go to Jerusalem today and it's like, wow, this used to be a forested area. You can't even imagine it as a forested area. There you go. But, you know, you've got uh, 4,000 years of occupation and almost 4,000 years of continual warfare. So there's there's no soil or topsoil um, or trees to speak of in that particular region today. But anyway, so you sort of wonder, did they know each other? Were they part of the same gang? Had Mm. they done some terrible, heinous murders or crimes? You know, what, what actually is... Uh, the situation behind the scenes here. Yeah. One day. One day. We will know. One day we will know. Not because <laughs> we will be able to, well, we could ask Jesus, but we will actually be able to ask the thief. Yeah, that's it. Now, he's going to be an interesting person to meet in heaven, don't you think? Yes, I do. It's like, what did you do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, uh, you know, imagine hearing his story of grace. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, at being on the cross with Jesus, like there together, yeah. him knowing that he was there because he deserved to be there. Yeah. You know, what led him to that point and, and just the absolute grace that even though that he was at that point of death in that condemnation, that Jesus's grace was enough Absolutely. to save him. You often hear about, you know, a deathbed confession mm. of Jesus Christ and you sometimes wonder, are they for real? Well, this one was certainly very much for real. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, so there's an issue that comes up in the story of the thief on the cross because, um, let me just find it here, Jesus promises the thief in verse 43, Jesus said to him, truly, truly, I say unto you, today you will be with me in paradise. Mm. So what's the issue here, Taryn? Well, I'm not sure. Is he going to be with Jesus today in that very same day, that Friday afternoon that they were hanging on the cross? Were they going to be in paradise, you know, in a matter of moments as soon as they died? Or is he talking about something else? It's a really, really good question and one that I often get asked Mm. because I often speak on the subject of the state of the dead. What happens when a person dies? And the Bible is very, very clear on this subject that when a person dies, they die 
they do not continue to live on in another form. Mm. You know, this is this was Satan's first lie. You shall not surely die. You won't really die. Mm. You just you know live on in another form. That was that was what Satan started deception on our world with. Yeah. And you've got you know so many verses in the Bible. You know, the dead know nothing. Mm. Uh, the dead don't praise the Lord. The dead you know go down into silence. Uh, and, and we we could just read verse after verse after verse after verse after verse all day long. Mm. Uh, you've got seventeen hundred verses in the Bible that mention both the spirit and the, or either the spirit or the soul. Mm. And out of all of those seventeen hundred verses, there's not a single solitary verse that states that either the soul or the spirit is immortal. Mm. In fact, Ezekiel, the Bible says in the clearest possible language, and again in Revelation 16, the soul that sins, it will die. So the Bible very clearly says that the soul is mortal, is subject mm-hmm. to death. You know, these are these are passages of scripture that are very, very clear. The Bible says that King David mm. has not ascended into heaven. Yeah. You know, Acts chapter two, yeah. you can read right there. King David is not in heaven. Um, he's in the grave waiting for the resurrection. Okay, so but it seems pretty clear to me here. Mm-hmm. Like this is Jesus talking. Mm-hmm. It seems very clear that he says, Assuredly, I say to you. Today, mm-hmm. this day, today, mm-hmm. you will be with me in paradise. He does. What is he saying then if you're saying that, you know, we don't go straight to heaven when we die? Really is good Jesus question. lying to us here, Lyle? Or, or, or am I? Or Yeah, well, in, that's in exactly the, in, right. In, like, quoting, in quoting all the verses that I'm just quoting to you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd choose to believe Jesus over Lyle. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gla- I am so glad that you just said that, Karen. I yeah. am so glad that you did said that because you should never listen to what I say here on the radio yeah. and take my word for it. That's it. You should always go back, write the Bible verses down, and search it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. The problem with Christianity today is that everybody sits back in their comfortable pew, listens to what the preacher says, and if the preacher said it, oh, it must be right. It must be true. You know, we were talking about this whole thing with Israel earlier on, and it's a myth. It's an absolute myth from the Bible, and if you'd like to talk about it, Give us a call. This is our number, 1-800-324-843, or shoot us a text message, 0491-064-669. We would love to hear from you. Mm, yeah. Or even just, you know, shoot us a message on Facebook. We'll put it in as question That's of the it. day. We want to... Tell us why Lyle is wrong and Jesus is right. <laughs> Absolutely. Please do. Please do. Okay, so I'm reading a very clear text here where it says, Truly, truly, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Today you shall be with me in paradise. Mm. That is a black and white verse right there. And so many people come to me and they say, this is a black and white verse that goes against every other verse in the Bible that says, and let, let me just give you an example. Um, let's go over to the Gospel of John, chapter 5. John chapter 5. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's a, a great example here. Verse 28. Okay, John chapter 5 and verse 28. Do you want me to read it? Yep, and 29. And 29. Okay, it says, Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Oh, wait, wait, stop there for a moment. The hour is coming uh-huh. in which all who are where? In their graves. Okay, so that's a really mm-hmm. clear passage, isn't it? This yeah. is Jesus speaking. He says that the dead are where? In their graves. He doesn't say in heaven, does he? No. He doesn't say when all those that are in heaven will hear his voice and come back to this. No. Mm. All those that are in the graves will hear his voice. Okay, keep reading. Um, So all those who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Thank you. Okay, let me point out the obvious. Uh Uh-huh. You can't have the doctrine of the immortality of the soul and the doctrine of the resurrection at the same time. They actually okay. cancel each other out. Uh-huh. Okay, so think yeah. about it, right? Let's say when you die, you don't die. You go straight to heaven, right? Yeah. How do you have a resurrection if you're still alive? Well, that, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's a really <laughs> difficult question. <laughs> How do you have a point. resurrection if you are still alive? Uh-huh. But what about All this right? whole thing about the Take, soul? Wait, 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 okay, wait, wait, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold the on. flip side, the flip side. Uh-huh. The flip side. If you die and you're in the grave and you're dead and you have a resurrection, mm-hmm. how do you have the immortality of the soul? How can you be both immortal and dead at the same time? 
It, it's it's a good point. It's a good question. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I don't really have an answer here. I, to, I told you. I told you it was a good point. <laughs> you were going to say something a minute ago. I was. I, I still kind of have this whole thing where what about the soul? You know, the Bible kind of re- like refers to this soul. And I'm just wondering, you know, I've heard it said that the soul goes to heaven, but it's the body who, you know, it goes back to dust. But there are these two sort of things. So it, is it the resurrection of only the body or... Like, what do, you, what do you have to say to that one, Lyle? I shall answer you from the Bible. In fact, I will read the Bible verse that you're referring to, but before I do, I'm going to read one from Ezekiel. Okay. Uh, Ezekiel chapter, let me see here, chapter 18 and verse 4. Behold, all souls are mine as the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sins, it shall die. Oh, okay. Oh. So the soul dies too. What about the spirit? You want to know about the spirit? Yeah. And you talked about how the spirit goes back to God. Yeah. Yes. That's found. Like, is that where the guy, you know, the thief on the cross is saying, Jesus says to him, today you'll be with me in uh-huh, paradise. Uh-huh, is his uh-huh. spirit or soul or whatever the difference uh-huh, is go uh-huh. back to God? Let me read God? it to you. Let me read it to you. Well, this is the verse you're referring to. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 7. It says, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return to God who gave it. Okay. So there you've got it, right? That's uh-huh. your verse, isn't it? Yeah. The spirit goes back to God. Spirit who goes it. back to God. So you have this ghost floating around inside you who goes back to God when you die, right? That's right. Ghost- you, want to, you want to know whereabouts in your body that ghost lives? Sure. You've got an answer for this? I do. I didn't even realize that was a question, but oh, yeah. yeah. It's a question that's going to help us to understand the question. It's okay. found in the book of Job. Uh, let me just flick over here. Where did Job go? Job's escaped out of my Bible. <laughs> Why has Job disappeared from my Bible? Okay, Esther, Job. Here Esther, we go. Job. And we're going to go to chapter 27, I think it is. And verse 3. Here it is. All the while my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. Okay, so you know where your, you know where your ghost lives? In your nostrils? It lives in your nose. You have a ghost in your nose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So the answer is very, very simple, really. The word spirit simply means breath. Okay. Uh, it comes from the, the uh, Greek word pneuma uh-huh. or Hebrew word ruach. simply means breath. Uh, it means air. We have pneumatic, uh-huh. uh, which is something that runs off air. We have pneumonia, which Mon is trying not to get right yeah. now, um, uh, which is a problem with your lungs with air. Mm. And so God gives you the breath of life when you live. Yeah. Takes it back when you die. Okay. That simple. So it's not a consciousness then? No, not at all. It's In just... Fact, I'll read you one more. Oh, I'm nearly out of time. I, I might have to keep this one. This okay. is Genesis chapter 2. So you can't get closer to the beginning than Genesis 2. And I'm going to read it to you after the break. And it's going to show you the difference between the soul and the spirit because a lot of people think that they're both the same thing. Yeah. No, in the Bible, the soul and the spirit are two totally different things. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. However, I don't have time to read it. So I'm going to give, we're going to go to a song. This is going to be Jaden Levick. And it's going to be Blessed Assurance, which is a great song Mm. in context of this particular uh, story because this is the assurance that Jesus gave the people. Rapture 
You are listening to Jaden Levick with Blessed Assurance here on Faith FM. We're talking about the thief on the cross, which is a great subject to go on with that song right there because he received that blessed assurance. He certainly did. Right at the end of his life. Mm. Um, great way to... Um, a great thing to have, I should say, yeah. on the way out. Not a yeah. great way to go out. <laughs> terrible way to go out. Yeah, Worst don't really want to go out with crucifixion. <laughs> but Jesus next to you, though, Lyle, like... If, you know, if you had to have anyone dying with you, like, I think Jesus is, you know, one of the top That's guys. That's a really, that really good point, you know. I've mm. never actually thought of that. Like, how if much you, more comfort yeah. could you yeah. get, you know? He went out with Jesus by, by his side. Yeah. Wow. Literally, physically mm. by his side. And dying by his side. Yeah. So that's a great thought. Why but, have I never put that yeah, in the sermon anyway? But isn't that interesting though, Lyle? Because there are two thieves on the cross, right? Mm-hmm. And both of them mm-hmm. had Jesus mm-hmm. literally by their side. And yet only one of them mm-hmm. had the comfort and the assurance that Jesus gave for salvation after. Mm. You know, there's an incredible... Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so think about this mm-hmm. then. What made the thief reach out for that comfort and that assurance to somebody who was being killed, to somebody Mm. that the Pharisees thought, it's over for this person, it's the end. The disciples thought, it's over for Jesus, it's the end. How was it that there were only two people when Jesus died, who actually recognized what was happening. The thief looks across and realizes that Jesus is about to come into his kingdom. Mm. And not even his closest disciples realized Mm. that. And And Jesus had told them point blank, like, I'm going to die and then I'm going to rise to life again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they'd heard it, but Mm -hmm. they didn't even realize it at the time. The other person, which does my head even even more, because the thief, obviously, being a Jewish person, he he could... you know, things could have clicked in his mind, you know, the sacrificial system, the mm. lamb, the lamb of God. Ah, oh, I get what's going on here. This guy's about to come into his kingdom. Lord, remember me, mm. you know. Um, that could happen. But the um, one that really does my head in is the Roman centurion. Mm. He doesn't yeah. have that background. Mm-hmm. But he confesses Jesus Christ as the son of God right yeah. down there at the foot of that cross. Yeah. It's just amazing story. Yeah. Two people. Two people on that particular day that uh, that confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord. Anyway, getting back to uh, our question, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, taking us longer to answer than what I thought. I'm going to answer it as quickly as possible now. From Luke chapter 23, why does the when the Bible is so clear that the dead don't go to heaven? Uh, Luke chapter 23 and verse uh, 43, 43, why does Jesus say, Truly, truly, I say unto you, today you shall be with me in paradise. Mm. Um, in New Testament, Greek, as you probably know, Taryn. Yeah, I've done a bit of Greek before. Okay. Mm. Taryn studied Greek, New Testament Greek. Yep. There is no punctuation, no capital, and it's all written in capital letters with no spaces between the words. Yes. So all of the punctuation in any translation in the New Testament is placed there by the translators. Yes. And punctuation can make a difference. Punctuation, I've heard, can save the life of your grandmother. Get this. You can either say... Let's eat, comma, grandma, or <laughs> let's eat grandma. <laughs> it saves lives. Grandma, punctuation, saves lives, Lyle. Don't forget it. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay, so let me read to you, read this to you with the punctuation, okay. with, with the comma in two different places. Okay. Here's the, here's, here's the one way that you'll find mm-hmm. it translated. Truly, I say unto you to... Sorry, truly I say unto you, today you will be with me in paradise. Which, you know, would logically mean that Jesus is saying that today we're them, going to be in paradise. Will be in both That's of right. them will be in heaven This on very Friday. day. Yeah, okay. Friday. All right, let me move the, punk, the, the, the uh, comma. Truly, truly I say unto you today, you will be with me in paradise. Ah, now this gives it a completely different meaning. Just Absolutely. like eating grandma or eating with grandma. Where Jesus is saying, hey, I'm going to tell you today, mm-hmm. like you're going to have this assurance right now Absolutely. before you die that mm-hmm. you will be in paradise. So which one is true? Well, I think you've got to look at the rest of the Bible. you got to look at the right? context. Like look at the context. Look the question at- is, did Jesus go to paradise that day? That's a very in good point. In the Gospel of John, let me read you this one. In the Gospel of John, he meets Mary Magdalene three days later and he says to her, Do not touch me, for I have not yet ascended 
to my father. Okay, so, so Jesus he clearly did not go to paradise that day. Yeah. The thief didn't go to paradise that day. There's the answer to your question. Thank you. That okay. Gives me a lot of hope. Good. But I want to get back to what this story okay. is really, really all about. If you go to Matthew chapter 27 and verse 44, uh, Matthew 27 verse 44, there is a detail included here that you don't have in the story of Luke. Matthew 27 and verse 44. Um, why don't yep. you read for no us verse 43 and 44? 43 and 44? Yeah. Um, he trusted in God. Let him deliver him now if he will have him. For he said, I am the son of God. So this is the Pharisees uh-huh. just mocking Jesus from the foot of the cross. Yeah. So even the robbers who were crucified with him reviled him with the same thing. Okay. So notice here you've got both of the robbers are reviling Jesus. Mm. And, what okay. is, and what is Jesus replying with? Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. Ooh. And one of the robbers, something clicks. Yeah. Something cuts through the pain, the desperation, and the despair that he is facing as he mm. is being killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows that, you know, in a matter of days, he's going to be dead in the most painful way possible. And as he is being killed, he suddenly realizes that Jesus is the Messiah. Mm. Nobody else has figured it out yet. Mm. Everybody else who is standing around is like, well, we thought he was the Messiah. And others are like, told you he wasn't the Messiah. And suddenly the thief realizes he is the Messiah. Mm. So what was it that changed for him? Well, I don't know, but he re- he recognized it. And when he recognizes it, that's when he turns around and says, Lord, when you come into your kingdom, remember me. Mm. Okay, now place yourself in, in Jesus' situation for a moment. Here, Jesus is on the cross. Mm. This is the culmination of the great controversy to this point mm. between him and Satan. Yep. He is about to win the battle over Satan Mm -hmm. for eternity and to guarantee Satan's destruction. It is the most painful, agonizing thing that you can possibly imagine. He has allowed it to happen to himself so that he can gain our salvation and nobody either knows what is going on or is accepting him. Yeah. So his his only... His own disciples are giving up on him because, well, if he dies, then he can't be the Messiah. Yeah. The Pharisees and you know the others, they absolutely hate him. All of them, they're giving up on him. And then right there, somebody, the most wicked, evil person imaginable, gives their life to Jesus Christ. Mm. What comfort that would have been to Jesus yeah. is worth it. At least one is going to be saved. He knows yeah. there's going to be one. So much to talk about. So little time. This is Josh Cunningham, Cunningham with Emmanuel. Feel 
everybody that was Josh Cunningham with Emmanuel here on Faith FM and we've come to the question of the day but before we get to the question of the day nobody's answered the quiz yet no. there is still a Siam Eastern CD available it is up for grabs the whole album okay yeah all right so we have another clue Yes, so um, the so we've had we've talked about Daniel seeing this beast. We've talked about Isaiah talking about this beast. Amos talks about this beast. Now it says that David killed this creature and the lion with his bare hands. Okay, mm. interesting. And if you run away from a lion and you run into one of these, it's a bad day. That's right. So there's a clue for us. Okay, Lyle. So going along um, from that clue, moving into the question of the day. You know, I always thought that um, I would be safer around a lion if you were there, Taryn. Why? Because I reckon I can run faster than you. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't doubt it either. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but if there was one of these when I went the other direction... Yeah, then trust me, we'd you both would be, be so, dead. You would be so, you, yeah, okay, we, we might be both dead. You know, one, the lion would get one of us, the, this creature <laughs> would get the other. You nearly said it, you nearly said it. <laughs> I did, okay. Yeah. Question of the day, Lyle. Yes. We've been talking about um, the death of Jesus on the cross with the ah, thief. Ah, yes, and someone yep. had a question about this. Someone had a question about this. Now, you briefly mentioned mm-hmm. that um, when Jesus rose to life again, Mary met him. That's right. And she ran to hug him, but he said, no, don't touch me. I have not yet ascended to my father. I can read that for you. That's in uh, John chapter 20 and verse 17. Uh, well, let's start in verse 16. Jesus said to him, Mary... She turned herself and said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, Master. Jesus said to her, Don't touch me, for I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brother, brethren and say unto them, I ascend to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's 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 interesting. So he hasn't and yet been is, to his is, father. This is Sunday morning. That's Sunday morning. Okay. So, so the thief, getting back to our question, uh-huh. the thief on the cross could not have been in heaven with Jesus yep. because... Jesus hadn't gone there yet. Yeah. So Jesus hadn't been to heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, But yet, Lyle, the question is Mm -hmm. that later Sunday afternoon, Mm -hmm. Jesus appears to his disciples in the upper room. Now, let me just read this verse to you, okay? Okay. Yep. So in Luke chapter 24 and verse 36, it says, Mm -hmm. Now, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me Mm -hmm. and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. Okay, so, so he tells Mary Magdalene, "Don't touch me," and then he, he tells, tells the disciples, disciples "Do touch, touch me. me," and it was a matter of hours in between. Yeah. So what's what's going on here, Lyle? This has a very simple answer. Between the morning event and the evening event, mm-hmm. Jesus went to heaven. But the Bible doesn't talk about that. The Bible doesn't talk about everything that takes place. There are many things in the Bible that we know. Because of what the Bible actually doesn't say. Okay. Um, or what it does say and that it implies. And so what it doesn't say is it doesn't say that Jesus spent that whole day on earth. Think about I mean, this. True. Think about this. Think about this. Jesus is seen by Mary Magdalene in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then he is not spoken about again until the road to Emmaus and then the upper room experience. Mm-hmm. There's no reference of Jesus. So, you know, if Jesus has been wandering around Jerusalem all day, There would have been people talking about that. That's true. Where was he? Clearly, 
He was not here. He was gone. He was in heaven. Hi, my name is Aluka. I go to Townsville Seventh-day Adventist Church. We would love to have you join us on Saturday at 9.30 for Sabbath School Kids Program and then the main service at 10.45 a.m. For more information, Google Seventh-day Adventist Church, Townsville City. You're listening to Fernando Ortega, Let the Words of My Mouth, taken from Psalms Psalms 19 and the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. 
Well, you've come to that part of the show where, which is the best part of the show. If you are just tuning in now, you have just snuck in for the best yeah. part of the show. And you should have tuned in long ago because we just finished an amazing Bible study. But we're going to give something away for free. Yes. You don't even have to answer the quiz. Exactly. You get out of getting the answer to the quiz and you just get a prize. And all you've got to do is be the first caller through. What are you What are you giving away today, Taryn? I uh, reached into our box of goodies mm-hmm. and chose this amazing little book here called The Great hope mm-hmm. and i think it just related perfectly back to our um study that we did today lyle because oh, absolutely we were talking about hope and we were talking about the fact that you know um there's this battle going on and jesus on the cross is the ultimate you know completion of him winning the battle like he absolutely. is victorious on the cross yeah, yeah. even though he looks like he's dying and and he was dying he did die and yet That's how that, he won. that death was how he won exactly exactly mm. that great sacrifice so this great hope talks a little bit about that talks mm-hmm. about the battle about uh, between good and evil mm-hmm. and who ultimately wins and what that means for us fantastic it looks so interesting i would highly recommend uh-huh. it i first read it uh, quite some years ago and I've read it um, probably six, seven, maybe eight times. Yeah. yeah it's a good read. It's a good it's read. It's a very good read. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember exactly how many times I've read it, but I know that I read it six times and I think I could think of another couple of times. So yeah. I've read this book through. So give us a call, 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669 or just shoot us a message on Facebook. Be the first one through and a copy of The Great Hope is coming your way. Too easy. Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, if you are struggling with your radio signal or you are listening to the delayed broadcast, Mm -hmm. so if it is – what's the date today? Wednesday the – 22nd. Wednesday. What day is it? Tuesday. Tuesday the 22nd of May. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. (laughs) The week is going too fast. Tuesday – if it is not Tuesday the 22nd and you are listening to the show, you're listening to the delayed broadcast, so you need to get with the times and listen to it the way that most people do, faithfm.com.au – or in your car by using the TuneIn app on your phone and running it through your car stereo system. You can get that for free, of course. And don't forget that we love to connect people with studying the Bible. And if you would like to know more about the Bible for yourself, if you would like to be able to ask questions, have discussions, challenge people backwards and forwards, uh, learn more and be able to share more, then we can connect you with somebody who can study the Bible with you, one-on-one, small groups, correspondence, or any other different way that uh, mm. there is out there, um, even online. We even do Bible studies online. Yeah. Something for Interactive everyone. Bible mm. studies online. Something for everybody. But stay tuned because we have some great programming coming up right at this moment. Knowing my heart's cry for freedom Longing to flood your love into the pain of emptiness To open my eyes to unquenchable love that gave Everything for my freedom, even my Saviour's blood He is wonderful, no like him his love unfathomable no Trying to cover myself in vain You came to me with your own white garment You came to me by your sacrifice He is wonderful No one is like him His love unfair But you were right here You 
stayed right here Your love goes deeper than I ever knew From the dark depths of despair Love lifted me in world